We are so thankful for you, our faithful viewers, many of you. Some of you may be joining us for the very first time today. We want to introduce you to great friends of ours, Caleb and Joshua. Yes. You're, let's see, brothers, I think, right? Indeed we are. And your yes. beards. Jewish bearded. <laughs> We're known as the Bearded Bible Brothers online on social media. That's our secret identity where we preach the gospel of Yeshua. There's something that you use <laughs> at your say. table that spins. In our programs, yeah, we Fiji. have a fidget spinner. Fiji the fidget spinner. We spin it to, to get our programs rolling. It's, it's That's tradition. Also, We're Jewish. Really, we like really tradition. Quick, before people start seeing this happen on our screen, yeah. there's something called a hashtag. <laughs> hashtag, right? It goes, ding. Yes. It looks like the pound sign yeah. that pops up sometimes on your videos. To just for those that don't know, what's a hashtag real quick? It's a way of relaying important information and jokes to the audience members. They can type in hashtags on social media and they find us. So like hashtag Bearded Bible Brothers. So they're good and they're fun. They are. What are we going to see now? We are about to visit a Bearded Bible Brothers teaching yeah. from us on the topic of fear. Yeah. Faith in action is how we overcome fear and we are about to learn how to utilize that to overcome fear. Hello. I'm Joshua. And I'm Caleb. Okay. Yeah. Scariest thing in the world on three. Yeah. Ready? One, two, cougars. Clowns. Okay. One, two, porcelain dolls. <laughs> One, two, post-trib rapture. I didn't oh. get post-trib rapture is terrifying for some people. That is kind of scary. Guys, there's a lot of things out there that you can be afraid of, but did you know that fear itself is actually a spirit? It's a pretty gnarly one too. In 1 John 4, we learn that God is love. This is what it says in verse 18. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear, because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. I find this very interesting mm -hmm. that in my opinion, life boils down to two things, love and fear. That's true. And they're both sworn enemies against themselves. Do you know that fear is a committed foe to your life, and its entire purpose right. is to rob you of everything that love has to bring and has to offer. And pretty much every bondage or spiritual bondage you can get into, whether it's envy, hate, jealousy, strife, all of those are rooted in fear. You Bam, have to dude. be afraid for that to happen first. And uh, it reminds me of a scripture uh, in the Bible in Genesis when the serpent first came to Eve. He said, hey Eve, does God have your best interests at heart? He made her afraid and then said, hey, this is what you can do to be like God. He offered her something else. So fear is not something that we're born with. It's like something you have to learn. We're, we're born with that love and that capacity to love, but fear is something that we learn over time by being hurt again and again. When a baby's born, it looks up at mommy or daddy or whoever's there with complete love and complete trust. Mm. Like we said, you have to learn how to be afraid, how to distrust. You have to be conditioned in that way. A lot of people look at fear as a defense mechanism. Well, it's, have you ever heard somebody say this? A little amount of fear is healthy because it, it lets me know where I shouldn't be if I'm afraid of this yeah. or that. But fear is never healthy because fear, just like the devil, comes to steal, kill, and destroy and to rob everything from you. And, and the Bible says in Isaiah 41.10, do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. And 1 John 14.27, peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you, not as the world gives give I unto you, let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. 2 Timothy 1.7, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. See, every, throughout the Bible, angels appear to people, 
Yeshua appears to people, God speaks to someone, the first thing he says is, Sup, Greg? No. He oh. says, do not be afraid. Mm. Because he has to remove that fear, that human nature, that fallen state for you to receive yep. from him the the prophecy, mm -hmm. the gift, the good thing that he has in store for you, that good message, but he can't give you that message unless fear is gone. You have to kick the fear out of your life. Mm. It is robbing you, as we've said. This is what's so interesting is that with the devil's marketing, which I've talked about before, which is in pretty smart, it's not just about getting you to do bad things. He doesn't care if you just kill kittens or go out there and you know salute the, the wrong person. He wants you to be staring at the wrong thing. Okay, we That's look right. at this in Peter when Peter was called out under the water, oh, you're and, right. he, and yes. he was looking at Yeshua. Everything was great, man. He was standing on the water. He's he had faith. Water, he, he, mm. he, the love of Yeshua through his eyes, boom, was just making everything happen. But the second he looked at that wave, he sank, because fear. that fear, mm. the wave, all of a sudden became more powerful That's right. than Yeshua himself. So, guys, when you put your focus on God, when mm. you put your focus on the truth and the promises in His Word. That love is going to overwhelm you. That's it's right. going to sear that fear out. It's going to allow your fidget to spin for eternity and you have nothing to worry about. So stop, 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 stop letting fear and circumstance become more relevant in your life than the promises of God. And watch this next time. Why would you stop spinning in the middle of my speech? I was wa waxing eloquent? Waxing? I, I was waxing you on wax or off. Up. I was Daniel. No, I was Miyagi. <laughs> I was awesome. I wasn't that it cool. Was good. The Bible it was good. did it. Yeah. Help spread the word by getting your own Bearded Bible Brother t-shirt, either for yourself or as a gift for someone you love. Decide what size you want and call us at 1-800-WONDERS or go to levitt.com slash store. Joshua and Caleb were teaching about fear and that fear is learned. Ooh, can I disagree with you? Go ahead, you can try. <laughs> I have done, very timidly, a high ropes course. Okay. And I don't think I learned for to, <laughs> my legs to wiggle like this when I'm feet above. It, it, it felt like it's an innate something. Yeah, the fear right. of heights just kicked in. Did I learn that? I thought it was in me. So that's a, that brings up a great point, the senses. You said innately I felt this in my leg. The senses of your body, your five physical senses were telling you that you should be afraid because the flesh part of us is, uh, well, it's stuck in this world and it's taught by the rules of this world. If you fall, you die, you hurt yourself. And mm. so your, and your, your flesh innately feels that fear. Oh, it felt it. <laughs> but how you overcome that faith in action isn't just by saying, I have faith. Mm. It's by understanding the love that the Father has for you. Mm. When you understand his love as a father and what that entails and how a loving father could not, would not, and will not mm. wish harm and evil upon you, then you automatically step out in faith and accept beyond your senses the bills, beyond your senses the uh, getting fired, the financial things, and you accept what he has for your life as good and you step out with that as That's your right. action and not your senses. Mm, right, there's guys. the ropes holding me up, right? That's right. That's right. This next segment, kind of a, a biggie, I think. A challenge to a lot of people. It's another pitfall that keeps us from walking by faith. And it's our speech, our confession. It's very important. This next moment, uh, the teaching is called Taming the Tongue. I think it'll affect everyone because we all have that same weakness. Yes. 
Hey everybody, I'm Joshua. And I'm Caleb. And we love being a part of Zola Levitt Ministries. Of course we do. I've been with the ministry over 10 years. I work at editing, camera guy, whatever you need, I pull it off. I've traveled to Israel. I've been on several of the shoots. I've been in some of the things that you've seen in tourism spots. I played Samson once. He's got the muscles. We love this ministry because it's bringing the word of Yeshua. Mm -hmm. It's breaking down the gospel in a way that you can understand and I can understand. And it's reaching lives all over the world. You know, Josh, I heard my kids say the other day, a famous saying I probably you've all heard is, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. That is such a lie. Oh, really? Words hurt the very worstest. <laughs> right here. Well, it's true. In Proverbs it says, death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it eat its fruit. Okay. Speaking of verses and Proverbs, I found one that I hadn't, I've never read it before. I don't know how this happened. Right, I have it pulled up right here because I don't want to mess this one up. It's good. This is Proverbs 26, 18 and 19. It says, just as damaging as a madman shooting a deadly weapon is someone who lies to a friend. And it says, I was only joking. Ladies and gentlemen, that, Josh. my world, <laughs> my world came crashing down. I just sarcasm apparently well, is illegal. words matter. I mean, James, the brother of Yeshua, spoke in chapter 3 about taming the tongue. Yeah. He said that out of the same mouth proceeds blessings and curses, but this ought not be so, because he said the words of a man can defile the whole body, that it is an unruly fire, that it can steer the course the direction of a man like a horse with a bridle, or if you're steering a ship at sea. And I think what's so interesting is that the tongue is not only just a defiler with the words you speak or what you proclaim, but think about this. Why do you eat the food that you eat? Hmm? Your taste buds. I eat this because I like it, because it's good. Yeah. So everybody who's just making it about spiritual stuff, if you have a problem with your cholesterol or some other things that you shouldn't be doing, it's the tongue. Nobody ever eats delicious fried chicken and says, oh, I've, I, love, I love the health benefits, even though it tastes so bad. Or eats kale and goes, mmm, this kale is some of the best kale I've ever had. The tongue gets you in trouble. It's not just a verbal thing, a spiritual thing, but it can get your body in trouble too. That's true. Now, we know in the Word of God that the importance of taming the tongue is because Yeshua, with His tongue, with His voice, he made all things. All things were made by him and for him with his words. He said, let it be, and it happened. And then he says, you go out and in my name, you're going to move mountains. You're going to heal the sick. You're going to cast out devils. You're going to raise the dead if we use his name. So we have that same authority that Yeshua has given us. But if we use it in reverse, if we slander, if we gossip, if we make fun of someone just to build ourselves up, guess what? Those Dang. words have power and that will come to pass. Guys, don't be mad at me. I'm not attacking what you eat. I'm not even attacking those funny names you call me. They're probably typing up right now on the internet. I'm trying to tell you that if you want to be effective, if you want your words to work for you, if you want to walk in the power of Yeshua like the Word says that you can, that you're entitled to, and the greater things you're going to do in His name, this is how you do it. You take things seriously. Have fun. God loves us to be the personalities He's made us to be use your words for good. And speak blessing. Speak blessing over your family. Blessing not to curse. In any situation, if you're sick, speak the word. Say, by his stripes, Yeshua stripes, I am made whole. If you have lack in your family, say, my God has supplied all my needs according to his riches and glory by Yeshua HaMashiach. Speak the word. If you can't accomplish something, I can do all things through Messiah who gives me strength. The word of God is powerful, living, and sharper than any two-edged sword. And we need to use it as such. Dude, what? I love you. No, 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 no.
Just fidget spinner. Fidget spinner. I'm not good with showing my affections openly. I, I am. Thank you. PDA. Oh, I listened to Joshua and Caleb teach, and I should tame my tongue right now, but I can't help it. Oh, no. I, I just got to say, it was kind of funny, because I know these, these videos are from different times, yeah. but it's kind of like the Wizard of Oz with Dorothy's hair changing. <laughs> Your hair is short, long, short, long. Yes. I, it's it's I, different times that these videos were produced, yeah. correct? Over the course of five years, just like if somebody were to watch your history in this program, the different hair things <laughs> would happen as well. So, That's yes. Ooh, tongue to tongue. That's right. And we're not taming our tongue. Oh, okay. though. I'm sorry. Well, I'm going to bring it back. No, guys. Matthew 12, 34 says, Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So, the words that come out usually reflect what's in our heart. And, but sometimes there are people that it's, it's just all talk. They may confess great things, and they may confess the Word of God, but they have evil in their hearts. But we want our actions, our heart, and our speech to align with the Word of God. Another very controversial topic besides the tongue is that of healing. If you've ever been in church and you've heard a prayer that goes something like this, Lord, if it be your will, heal this person that has this sickness and affliction. I'm here to tell you right now, unequivocally, the it will is of God his will. That's is for good, you to yes. be whole and healed. Yeshua paid the price when he was flogged before getting on that cross. He purchased your healing. Mm. And in this next uh, topic that we're about to go on to healing, we're gonna show you exactly how your healing has already been paid for and how you by faith can claim it. <laughs> okay, all right, do it. Wait. Don't hurry. Uh, ah, sorry, audio. It's, ah. Hi, I'm Joshua. And I'm Caleb. And Band-Aids are no fun. Neither is being sick. No, sick is not cool. I want to tell you a quick story. Uh, my first day in the eighth grade in Bible class, we were taking prayer requests. And one of the individuals asked for prayer for their grandfather that was in the hospital and he was dying. He had something fatal. And when we got around to praying for them, the prayer was, Lord, will you make the last few days of so-and-so's grandfather's life the best he's ever had? My jaw dropped. It's like, wait a second. Unfortunately, there's a terminology you hear a lot in life, and that is, if it's God's will, fill in the blank. Mm -hmm. Let me be very clear about God's will, because he outlines a lot of his will in his word. That's right. And nowhere, anywhere, anywhere in the Bible, does he say that God's will is for you to be sick? That's true. Why ask a question if it's God's will when everything he does speak about in his word says that it is his will? That's true. And in Exodus 15, 26, Bible says, if you listen carefully to the Lord your God and do what is right in his eyes, if you pay attention to all of his commands and keep all of his decrees, I will not bring on any of the diseases I brought on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. I am Yahweh Rapheka. I am Jehovah Rapha. It's get, part of his nature. It's part of his nature. And this is the thing. We're not trying to attack anybody who has a different belief on this topic. Mm. We're trying to explain how good your father is. That's right. Our father God is so good and loves us mm. so much that his will, his intent for our lives is for us not to be sick, for us not to be broken, for us not to be hurting in That's any right. way. And not only does he outline that as word, but he sent his son to pay the price for that. 
And that's so the whole that we're already delivered from it. That's the whole Messiah package. You receive Messiah, you are entitled to healing. You're entitled to financial provision. You're entitled to be free. He came to set the captive free, to heal the brokenhearted, recovery of sight to the blind. All of this was a part of who he was. Even in Isaiah uh, 53, before Messiah came, he was bruised for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was placed upon him that by his stripes we are healed. He already gave it to us. Now, it's a free gift. Obviously, if you've been dealing with some form of sickness or illness or you know someone who has, especially if it's been over a period of time, it can be tough. We understand that. When you're experiencing pain or a loved one is mm -hmm. and you feel helpless at times in how to help them, we have prayed, we have done this. But just remember the story in the Bible of the woman with the issue of blood. That's right. For 12 years, this illness persisted on her. Mm. And probably during that time, she did believe and pray for her restoration. Yeah. But in the moment that she did get it, was that moment that she said, you know what, I'm done waiting, I'm done sitting here, I'm done feeling that, I'm gonna reach out, and if I just grab the hem of his garment, oh, I'm going right. to receive it. Today is the day for you to reach out. Mm -hmm. It's not the day for you to get in here and get semantics and get angry about all the different things that haven't have happened. Forget about where you've come from That's right. and how long it's been and reach out to Yeshua. He paid the price. That's right. It's a done deal. You have to go up to that counter and fight and grab it and pull it back for yourself. But don't just sit in this state that, that the Father already declared for you to be free. And don't be deceived by the enemy. He's out there to get you into fear and doubt and unbelief that God doesn't want to heal you. That's why we're trying to help you understand He does. It is His will to heal you. I think one of the most important things to understand about the Word of God and about our Father, I said this earlier, is about His intent and His heart. That's right. And if you understand His heart and what a true Father is supposed to be, we as human beings, we've seen very bad representations of the word Father. Mm -hmm. And so for many people, that word goes to a place of disappointment, of letdown, or even yes. that you didn't have one to begin with. But Father God establishes what a true Father means in His Word in so many different facets. And this complete provision that he's promised you is exactly what a father does for his son and for his daughter. And that's why we're saying, guys, it's not about your inabilities or it's that's not right. about your uh, denominations. It's about his heart. And we don't want to get you in any condemnation because there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus for the law of the spirit and life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and death. We just want to encourage you and exhort you like the word of God says, that you can be healed, the enemy cannot stop it, healing did not die with the apostles, it's not because you didn't give enough money in the church offering, God wants to heal you, he can. You don't even have to ask him, just grab a hold and take it. Reach out and grab it, just like this dude reached out and <laughs> spun this fidget twice. I'm sorry, it was me, I spun it again this time. Sometimes it has to happen, doesn't it, Fidgy? Well, join you didn't us know his name time. was Fidgy, did you? Fidgy the... Fidgy the fidget spinner. I didn't know that. Well, have you ever talked to him? No. Have you ever spent time? It's a relationship, people. You learn something new every day. Every day. You were just watching a classic Bearded Bible Brothers teaching that aired on social media. Now it's airing on television because it's so relevant for what's going on today. Healing never grows old. We always need it, and God always provides it. And that's why we decided to give an encore presentation with Healing Part 2, a very catchy title. Roll it. Hey everybody, I'm Joshua. And I'm Caleb. And this is our very first sequel. Ooh. Super excited. Healing part two. You didn't know there was a Catching. part two. 
but there is. We thought we should talk about healing even though we already have because it's such a, a, a common sense uh, situation that everybody's gonna come across sickness in their life, everybody's gonna come across you know, infirmity and ailments, and we would like you to be equipped to be able to conquer that in the name of the Lord. Remember last time we covered the fact that all sickness comes from the devil. God That's is right. good and he cannot bring sickness or infirmity That's on true. your life. It's not his will for your life. Mm -hmm. He paid the price with his son on the cross for your sickness. That's true. And God gave us a 120 year lifespan, it says in Genesis, and he didn't mean for our lives to come to the end and struggle with arthritis or bad backs and bad knees or anything like that. He meant us to live healthy and full lives. You can see that with Moses in the Bible. At 120 years, he went to the top of Mount Nebo. He could see the land. He wasn't blind or short-sighted, the Bible says. And just a few months before that, he fought a giant king, King Og, and defeated him. That's pretty cool for an old guy. That's really cool for an old guy. Mm -hmm. And scripture right here says in Psalm 107, 19 through 20, Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them out of their distresses. He sent his word, which is Yeshua, and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Romans 8, 11, But the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you. And he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. James 5, 14 through 15 says, mm -hmm. Is there any among you sick? Let him call for the elders That's of the right. church. Let him pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. Mm -hmm. And the prayer of faith will save the sick. You know, there's so much power in speaking positive That's over true. your life. It's been scientifically proven. Scientifically yeah. proven. That, uh, mm -hmm. scientific, scientists have proven that the power of positive speech and confession over your life. Yeah. We cannot get caught up in this negative, woe is me speaking. It's so, for me, yeah. middle age now, one of the things I get caught up in all the time is, Oh, I'm so old, old this, old That's that, true. oh, well, and, I I, and I'm inadvertently speaking this over my life when it's not what I want for That's myself, right. but yet I say it out loud and I start to accept and believe it. You may say, my bad back, my arthritis, my this. When you're doing that, you're claiming those things in your life, and Yeshua doesn't want that for you because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. If we're speaking that out, our creative power that Yeshua gave us is actually bringing those things to pass. So we want to speak positive. Thank you, Lord for healing me. I have a new back. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it doesn't matter if your ailment is genetic. It doesn't matter if, yeah, you did something you shouldn't to get that sickness or that disease. Nothing is impossible for God. He can take it away from you. Yes, He can. And that's what we have to do and present uh, in our own lives to yeah. everyone else is to encourage them to believe for that healing, that's to right. speak the Word of God over Scripture after Scripture after Scripture here. Yeah, we um, have tons of Scripture <laughs> of, of, of healing that Yeshua yep. did for us. Matthew eight sixteen, Matthew nine thirty five, yep. Matthew fifteen thirty. It's amazing how much He healed people, all of their diseases, and He gave that power to us, didn't He? Yes, He did. So, it's common sense, guys. We have the Word of God that says mm -hmm. the healing has been paid for us, but then we also have this one body we're given, and there's a responsibility for That's us true. to do everything we can. Okay. That means that we put the things in our body that are good for it, yep. that we watch things like our cholesterol, our sugar intakes, and all this different stuff. Mm -hmm. It's not about um, being legalistic so much, but it's about using the vitamins, herbs, the things that God placed on this earth That's to true. be a benefit to your body That's so right. that your body has the fuel that it needs, and then your spirit has the fuel that it needs, and together you walk in the fullness that God has given you. And we want you to walk in that fullness and to receive that fullness from Him. And that's why we keep on talking about healing. Because He is a healing God who loves you and He wants you to live your life to His fullness. And so since there is 
uh, no time with the Father because he's outside of time and space. I want to pray for you guys right now. Anybody that might be struggling with something, anything that you might have accepted in your life, whether you were born with a condition, whether it keeps coming against you, whatever it is, I want you to believe in faith right now because I'm believing in faith for you that the Word of God is true. So dear Heavenly Father, we come to you right now and we hold you to your Word. And I speak right now healing over everyone that may be listening to this broadcast right now. Whatever sickness or infirmities come against their body, I bind it in the name of Jesus. And I speak your healing power, the blood of Jesus, the blood of Yeshua that was that was shed on the cross for our sins to flower them from the top of their head to the soles of their feet right now, eviscerating, eliminating any sickness or infirmity off of their bodies. And I pray for the manifestation this very moment for their healing and restoration, for the symptoms to be gone, mm. for faith to rise up within them right now, and for their life and healing to be a testament to those around them to see mm. the love that the Father has for them. In Yeshua's name, amen. Receive that word for yourself. And thank you for joining us. Watch us next time. And watch your cholesterol. It's a dirty, dirty business. Kirsten and I have served in churches all over the country in different denominations for years. Mm. And guys, I, I've got to say this. I wonder sometimes if these churches now believe in healing for today. Yeah. It's sad. It is. It is very sad. One of the reasons we had these programs recorded was to more than declamatorily say healing was paid for by you. But just like anything, if you were to go to a store and give them money, you have to take what you purchased ah, and you bring go. it home with you. Still yes. available. It is available for mm. you today. It is your authority to exercise that right and to take that healing for you. And can yeah. I also say that Jesus himself healed all. Yes. There wasn't all one where he was like, oh, I don't know if that one deserves healing or needs it. He healed, he healed all and did he not say, greater things yep. you will can do. you do That's right. because I'm sending the Holy Spirit and he through and he because he's going to the right hand of That's the right. Father. It, it's, it's available. It's available. It's the doubt, fear, and unbelief that gets in the way. Uh, Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He's trying to plant into your head and into your heart the reasons why it can't happen. But you were called to be more than a conqueror. You were mm. not created and put on this planet just to be a whipping post mm. for the enemy or to suffer until Yeshua comes back. More than a conqueror means that you are to walk in health and provision and with the joy of the Lord as your strength, not some crippling, debilitating disease holding you back with just love in your heart. That's right. And that's what we pray for all of you, for all the people watching right now. We pray supernatural healing come into your life. Salvation and healing. He heals and he desires that yeah. for you. Amen. Caleb. Yes, sir. Uh, both of you, thank you so much for your insight you're today. Welcome. I got to talk real quick what? about what you're wearing today. Oh, snazzy shirt. Yeah, I love it. Well, guys, you know, we've been wearing this on Bearded Bible Brothers for the last three years. And we've had so many people saying, I want to get that shirt. I know you, Che Caster from Northwest Montana. <laughs> he's always asking how we can get it. Well, it's available to you. And you watch to the end of the program. You'll figure out how you can get it. We have shirts, we have books available, so much that we offer our viewers. And I want you to know your generous donations to this ministry keep us literally going around the world with this message, especially today, the message of healing, vitally important. Yes. Thanks guys for your insight today. I believe it's time to go. Yes. So as we say, Sha'alu Shalom, Yerushalayim. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Help spread the word by getting your own Bearded Bible Brother t-shirt, either for yourself or as a gift for someone you love. Decide what size you want 
and call us at 1-800-WONDERS or go to levitt.com slash store. Join us right now on our social media sites for exclusive content. Visit our website, levitt.com, for tour information, broadcast schedule, free monthly newsletter, and online store. Call us anytime at 1-800-WONDERS and ask about this week's resource. Our Jewish Roots is a presentation of Zola Levitt Ministries. Partner with us. As a 100% viewer-funded ministry, your gifts allow us to bring you our weekly television series, social media outlets, website, and other ministry endeavors. Please remember we depend on tax-deductible donations from viewers like you.